This is Ozarks at Large. Thanks for being with us. Right Field is a musical duo consisting of singer Jack Blocker and guitarist and instrumentalist Reed Helsher. The two first met playing sports together in middle school in Texas, then reconnected at the University of Arkansas, where they started writing songs together. Ozarks at Large's Matthew Moore spoke with the band, and Reed told him their early songwriting was pretty simplistic. Yeah, so the first songs we ever wrote and recorded together was like our beginning of our sophomore year of college, actually. And we didn't really have any idea what we were doing. So they just, the style was more of like this acoustic folk singer-songwriter thing, basically because it's all we knew how to do at the time. And it was where our two music tastes conjoined yeah we pretty much knew how to write words and play guitar and sing like it was just the bare bones of of what we knew how to do as musicians basically how has that changed over time have you seen you know more production kind of as you've gotten more comfortable with each other as you've gotten more comfortable with working in you know digital music style of stuff have you seen that kind of progress when it comes to the musicality of what you're doing yeah for sure i mean now now after doing an album and working with different producers and kind of understanding the music industry a little bit more and what it takes to create a song what it takes to create that type of song you know what type of people we need to get that um we can now pinpoint a little bit better like hey, this is what we actually like doing. This is what sounds good live. And now we know how to achieve what we want to achieve instead of this is what we can achieve. Yeah, and playing uh, playing live shows and how, how that's evolved for us over time since we started uh, making music like really influences the the type of songs that we're trying to write because of how much we love getting to play shows and experience that with people. Like we see what resonates there and we're like, okay, we, we really want to do more of that and the songs that we're making just to amplify this, this experience even more. So that like over time has really affected the type of music that we want to write. So the two of you come to Fayetteville to go to college. Uh, what role did playing music have on going to school? Was, uh, was it just like, was playing music just a cool thing to do or were you hoping to be able to do it for a living? Uh, what were your aspirations musically? It was really cool for for a little bit. We kind of just, we were playing shows in people's backyards. We were, whenever we had enough money to to record another song, we'd just write another song and go record it. There was, it wasn't really much of a, a fluid process and there were, uh, there were little to no expectations for the future. Honestly, we kind of were just doing it in the moment. We were having a good time. And uh, probably about a year and a half, two years ago, right around two years ago, um, we kind of, we were like, maybe we sit down and we write a whole album and we really try to see what we can do with that, see where that takes us. And um kind of over the past two years I think we started we started recording that album like right when the pandemic started um so that's kind of like the almost like the starting point that that Reed and I look at is like when we decided to write the album and um and just since then we've had more opportunities to uh to really buckle down and play 
a lot of shows and um, see what it's like to to travel around uh, around the country in a in a broken van and uh, and live that life for a little bit. And so it's it's been cool. We've uh, we've we've gotten to see it evolve from something that was really just kind of a cool hobby into okay here's like i mean we still don't even fully know but like here's what a career in this looks like and so we're 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 going after it right now let's talk a little bit about that first full length uh what was the writing process like uh what was it like going into a studio in the middle of a global pandemic uh putting out a record that you couldn't like immediately go out and tour on what was that whole process like for y'all i mean every song was different on our album like our biggest streaming song it took like two days to fully write and record like quickest turnaround totally just off the top of our head and then some songs took over a year basically from start to finish so they were all just different based off what we needed and you know different processes for different genres of music and what came naturally to us and what didn't but the studio thing was pretty easy because we actually just did it at our friend Noah's house in Nashville. So we would just drive up for three or four days here and there, bust out a song or two and go home, write the next one, go back to Nashville. And we had a few days that we could skip class and miss some school and feel good about that. So that was, it's pretty easy. Honestly, we had a great time. Talk a little bit about the idea that like now that it's safer to start being in crowds, you've started touring again. Uh, what has the energy been like on stage for you, especially when you think about before the pandemic when you were touring and and now? Like, have you seen a difference in the energy that you have on stage? Um, I think in a lot of ways we've before before the pandemic any any shows that we played were basically local shows. They were either. Uh, we we're from Dallas, so they're around the Texas area in Fayetteville. We're basically like playing to friends and it's almost just like built in energy there. And so really this past fall has been the first time we've ever toured and ever experienced that. And especially coming off a of pandemic, um, there's there were places that we went, especially like um West Coast up in Washington. A lot of things still aren't uh completely full capacity or opened up yet so the crowds were a lot a lot thinner than we were used to and so there's we've, we've really learned how to uh how to just enjoy playing our songs and how to create energy on stage rather than just feeding off of the energy of the crowd um because we were the opening act on uh on the long tour that we went on so that was a that was a big point of emphasis. Was like, all right, there's no energy in the room when we start playing. So how do we how do we muster this up? How do we make it happen? And so I think I think we've grown a lot because of that. Um, but but yeah, I don't think I don't think touring. I think it's coming back. It's coming back slowly, um, and hopefully we'll uh, be back at full strength pretty soon. But just uh, with everything that's been going on, we haven't. We've, we've definitely seen a difference in uh, in just like everybody feeling completely confident going to uh, going to shows. Yeah. How do you how do you go from that space where you're playing to friends or you're playing to groups of people who know who you are to going to a city you've never played in before with a room full of 
you know, hipsters who are standing with their arms crossed just waiting <laughs> for the headliner to come on. How do you compensate for that as a band? Honestly, it's it's kind of fun for us. We kind of feel like we're it's where our competitive nature takes over a little bit. It's like a game. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, so right now we're starting our set. People don't know who we are. People aren't engaged. People are getting drinks at the bar, talking in the back, you know, still getting their tickets at the door. It's like in the next 30 minutes of our set, how engaged can we get the crowd? Can we get them from that point A towards being completely pumped and ready for the next band by the end of our set? So it was kind of fun that through the 30 shows of that tour to dial in and see what we could do to win that game quicker and easier and you know some sometimes it was really crowd dependent like some shows it didn't really matter what we did people just didn't really care you know and then some shows we didn't have to do anything and people were super engaged and so it's it's you're always playing a different team but the it kind of made me feel a little bit of like when you play sports as a kid like there's some parts of music that just still bring out a little bit of that competitive like it's game time let's go type thing that we really love yeah that that really resonates with me too like as a former athlete and as a former musician uh just this element of learning how do i how do i engage in a way that you know i have the fundamentals i know how to do it but how do i play in this capacity where i can convince everyone else that i know what i'm doing and i deserve your time and energy right for sure. Yeah. And and I was just thinking back, like before before we went on tour, I used to get because we would play a show here, two shows here. I just get really sore after shows because, I mean, we jump around, we run around, you know, guitars are heavy and awkward sometimes when you're throwing them around. And but by the end of the tour, it was like we conditioned our bodies somehow to. To do it to go out there and bang our heads around and run into each other, but we weren't sore anymore. That was just, that was just something cool to look back on that. There really is this physical element that you kind of have to get used to on the road. So you're playing at George's on the 11th. Does this feel like a homecoming show for you guys? Oh, no doubt it does. I'd say it's a little different because most of our friends have moved away and graduated because we graduated in May. And so, most people are gone, but it's still like the first real venue we ever played as a band. And it's it was one of those big moments in it last year or I guess earlier this year when we played, when we headlined it for the first time, when we saw like our name. And then it, it was only at half capacity at the time, so it sold out pretty fast. But that was just a really cool thing for us. Like that was the first time we ever saw our name a real outside a real club venue with the block letters and all that Mm -hmm. so it's it's definitely a special show to us especially because i mean the band would have never happened if we hadn't both gone to arkansas and hadn't had a really supportive community around us so it's it's definitely special yeah that that last time that we played at george's um was almost like the first time where we really got solid validation uh from uh, and just like a response from the album because we weren't able to play any shows for it i mean we had 
I mean, we had friends being like, Hey, cool album that you made. And other than that, it was like, all right, cool. We just spent, <laughs> we spent a really long time uh, making this and we got to play that show and just like, and share it with that crowd and tons of friends, tons of people that we had never met in Fayetteville. And it really like, I, I think to a degree, it'll always feel like a homecoming hometown show, just being in that room and just how much we love the city of Fayetteville. Um, so it, we're, we're really fired up to be back. What's on the horizon for the band? Are you planning on doing more touring in the near future? Are more singles coming out? Man, we're, we're taking a break from touring after Georgia's for a bit. The winter is not a good time to tour in general for bands. So that's going to be big album two time. You know, we we're locked in with some producers that are really going to help elevate our sound and help us get to where we imagine our sound being. And so we're, we're really excited. We're going to be in full album mode as soon as we get back from the Georgia show. Let's talk a little bit about the, the single gone. Uh, we're going to play that here in just a little bit. Um, what was the inspiration for this song and, and why is this a song that, uh, that y'all have been pushing? Honestly, it's funny. Reed Reed mentioned it earlier. That's gone is the song that came together the quickest on the album. And we were really kind of just looking through the the songs that we had written so far for the album. It was kind of more towards the end of the of songs that came together for that record. Um, but we were like, oh, there's there's a little bit too too many slow songs. <laughs> too many intimate sad songs and we're like let's just let's write one that's fun let's let's sit down right now and have a good time and so we wrote that in a few hours we recorded it the next day and I feel like that's just how it goes where the one that you spend the least amount of time on ends up uh ends up going the furthest sometimes but uh, but yeah Gon's got um some good radio I think it started in Fayetteville playing on the radio but it's kind of been um bouncing around on the radio across the country um and so it's uh it's definitely been streaming wise radio wise been the most successful song off the album if that's how you want to look at it so yeah we kind of anytime we uh are doing something like this that's the that's the song that we go back to because it's uh it's the most accessible i think i think it's uh it's it's been a fun one for for people to listen to but um yeah it's kind of funny how that happens the one that probably had the least thought go into it out of all 10 songs on the album <laughs> that's awesome uh i'm here with jack and reed they are the co-pilots of the band right field gentlemen thanks so much for your time i appreciate it yeah yeah thanks so much for having us thank you
the band Right Field. You can hear them tomorrow at George's Majestic Lounge in Fayetteville.